0: Good morning, how are you guys today?
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: you know, I want to tell you something that's really, I, I normally don't get nervous, but I am exceptionally nervous today. Is it because your team is playing Because the 49ers are playing. Uh, you know, I, 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 I have to, I'm very sad, I'm sorry, Lord forgive me for that. But I was driving here uh, I listen to sports talk. That's predominantly what I listen to, sports talk. And I'm listening to it. I'm listening. Is that the right? I'm listening to it. And you have all these guys predicting, you know, this is what the 49ers are going to do their first series. This is what they're going to do their second series. Nobody knows. I mean, really, the only person that knows is probably Kyle Shanahan and the team, right? We don't know what's going on. So, in other words, that's a way of Helping me calm down and not think about it right now. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. I have glasses somewhere. So, does anybody have any questions about uh, Acts so far? Not that I'm an expert or anything like that. I'll get uh, Daniel or Keefe to answer it for you. So. But uh, any questions, any concerns, Any uh, anything that you want to share, even? No? Crickets? We're cool? Okay, we're cool. You know my wife, and I have to bring this up, because, yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's a, <laughs> So my wife, I think you'll have 110% of the people here saying she's the best. She's so kind. She's so she nice. It. She does this. All they do. She's She's yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So it just dropped down to ninety-five percent. So uh, I know she made strawberries for Dean today. Was I supposed to say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> she made chocolate strawberries for G today. And um, I mean, it's just it was for, their for their anniversary. Happy anniversary? when is it? Oh, nice. <laughs> Forty nine years. Oh, years. years. Wow. <laughs> Last Thursday or this Thursday? This is coming, coming up, Thursday. up Thursday. Coming up Thursday. That's yeah, not even your dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're solid You're solid year. <laughs> I think my wife and I will be married. Now that I'm going to speak bad about her, we we we, we will be married 30 years this right. coming December. And 30 years. 10 years on the 14th for me. 10 years. Goes by fast. Yeah. Not so fast if you're partnered with somebody who's anyway. We won't get. Into that. We won't get into that. But it, it goes it goes fast. I mean, seriously. So today's palindrome day, does anybody know what that is? Yes, today's zero two, zero two, twenty twenty. And in reverse it's the same way. Same way. way. Same way like mom and dad, you know it's a palindrome, (laughs) that's a palindrome. Mm -hmm. So the last time it happened was about nine hundred years ago. Oh wow, really? Is that all? (laughs) I might have been there. (laughs) Hey, anyway, yeah, uh, back to my wife. I know she's all sweet, and <laughs> but I want to tell you, you guys just a little glimpse of what you know. You know, Keithine has been talking about little babies, cute little baby with sin. Yeah. You know, you, you make it, this is this darling little sin. You know, and, and that's Keefeen. But uh, she uh, she's very nice. She's she loves people. She uh, she's I just have to tell you. So I told her one time, I said, you know what? When you turn over in bed, you pull the blankets (laughs) off of me. You know? And I'm expecting, you know, oh, I'm sorry, babe. We'll work on it. I'll try not to. She said she tells me that if you want blankets, you're gonna have to fight for them. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) So last night I just Slept with my half his sheets <laughs> covering me. Yeah. That was So Thank you, Thank you. Thank you very much. So has anybody ever heard of Gettysburg? I was there a couple weeks ago, which is just, it's a very solemn place, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I didn't know I was so close, and I just talked to this kid that works he's 41. But I say, kid, let's stop by Gettysburg, let's stop by the memorial and stuff. And it's, it was dark and it was foggy, you know, you're waiting for some ghost to come out and at you and stuff. But I was in there walking the fields and it's just a, a solemn place. It's just, it's just something that really, as Americans, we should kind of keep in mind what it took to to keep this nation going. So you had probably by uh, Gaysburg you had 51,000 men die in a three day battle. 51,000. That's almost the total number of of people that were killed in the Vietnam War. Americans, I'm sorry. That were killed, killed in the Vietnam War. So we're just putting in perspective there a little bit on what it really, what, what it means as this nation grows and as this nation prospers, you're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that that are going to, um, you know, think think bad about us. And I'm talking about people within this country that are going to do whatever it takes to kind of have us, you know, look not so good to the world. And in particular, I'm talking about, and I hate to say it, I hate to bring it up, I hate to bring politics in it, but you know it starts it starts with um sorry. It starts with really who we elect to office. And I know people are gonna say Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. And they're going to say who, you know, whoever, whoever is the person in office there. Of course, my phone doesn't show up. It's okay. I don't need it. I don't need it. So anyway, um, you have to those people that you elect into office are really going to fight for what you you have to to say, you know, or what you believe. You know, I'm I'm just going to bring up one person. I don't mean to step on any toes, but you know, it's uh, it, it's it's really something the Bible tells us we have to We have to be cognizant of when we see somebody that's, you know, that's running for office and they go contrary to what we believe. Now, the Bible, would you say, is very controversial, Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: very controversial, no doubt about it, even more so this day and age. It's very controversial, but it's the truth. Amen. And uh, we have to understand that as we even look at electing our uh, politician of choice. Elizabeth Warren has uh, been asked, and again, I'm not pointing any particular person out except for Elizabeth Warren in this case, but she was asked, you know, so what are your intentions when you Hire a secretary of education, and she mentioned that well, what she's going to do is she's going to have appoint a tranny, and these are her words, not my words, a tranny to um, interview the next secretary of education. Why would you think she would do that? Votes. Votes. Could be trying to get people to say, Hey, look at her. She's cool. She's, you know, she's in on what's, you know, what's trending. Mm-hmm. What else do you think? Well, to steer towards their platform. To steer, what? Steer, steer the country towards their platform. That's exactly right. That's steering the country to their platform to where they think their way of thinking is norm okay now then the intentions of what she's doing may or may not be right, but it's it's a, it's a false narrative in this case of what she's trying to do and what she's trying in terms of having votes go her way. Now uh, let's just end it with that because that's that's a a significant piece of politics that we as believers need to understand this is the fight we are up against next five years are going to be extremely (coughs) extremely i do mean extremely important on really which direction is this country going to go This. In when the founding fathers wrote the Constitution, the, when the Bill of Rights were being developed, we, there are no, thing, no such things as trannies or, you know, uh, what's the non-binary individuals? Yes. What is that? Non-binary? Or is there, is there, Huh? Or zim or or, you know. That they, they actually want their own pronouns and stuff. Yeah, or they don't want to be, you know, discussed at all as any kind of, any kind of gender. And that is just, I mean, God's just got to be. What is what? What? I, I, you would. I just. What is in the mind of God? Now, could I say that? Is that okay to say? What is in the mind of God when He hears this kind of stuff? It Grieves his heart. Oh man, it just it it just grieves his heart, and it should be grieving ours too. So I know this is a heavy discussion. I know the thing about my wife kind of bummed several people out too, and that you know, hearing the truth kind of is is uh, is hard. But uh, but um, there was a philosopher. I don't remember. Do you know Cicero? Do you know Cicero? Who Cicero was? Was he a philosopher? Or was he? I know he's Roman, and I know that he he wrote some pretty amazing things. Now I'm going back with Cicero. He was Roman, to what he wrote about the the state, uh, meaning a particular country. And this he says, he writes, he says, a nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious. You know, you might put whomever you want in that fool or ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. An enemy at the gate is less formidable, for he is known and he carries his banners openly against a city. So we're talking about our own politicians that are up there now trying to develop a platform for themselves, trying to turn our nation a certain direction or trying to maybe it's something they're doing intentionally to try and get them to get us to think a certain way. But the traitor moves among those within the gates freely. His sly whispers rustling through all the alleys heard in the very halls of government for the traitor appears sorry I went too far for the traitor appears for the traitor appears no traitor meaning eh, you know he's a slick talking guy he's pretty cool that kind of stuff he speaks in the actions familiar to his victims and he wears their face and their garments and he appeals to the barren baseness that lies deep in the hearts of men. They try and look like the rest of everybody else. Okay. He rots the souls of a nation. He works secretly and, and, and unknown in the nights to undermine the pillars of the city. He infects the body politics so that it can no longer resist. A murderer is less to be feared. The traitor is the plague. And this was written in 42 BC by Marcus Tullius Cicero. Very, very Roman. So we are and I don't know why I got so heavy all of a sudden on that. I am heavy. But I mean, heavy and emotionally, because I mean, I it, it caught. And I read the news every day, kind of. Me and my wife listen to it, kind of. Sometimes we're selective on what we hear uh, or what we listen to. Or, but anyway, it just kind of bums you out when you hear that they are so open in what they are trying to do to us where we're going in this or where they're going or where they're trying to take us and make us look like the bad guys you know thank god this is a small group but it's a group that wants to hear what's going on wants to hear the word wants to Understand, and I know most of you are probably hoping keeping was up here, but sorry, you know, uh, but uh, it we're here for a reason. OK, and we're here to hear God's word for a reason. So now that I told you all this stuff, truth, something came out this morning that is very bad. My real name is Raul. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> I, yeah, I never think about it that people don't know what my real name is. I work, even at where I worked at a company, I worked at the company eight years. And they said, Who's this Raul guy? Is he like your brother or something like that? I said, Oh, that's my real name. And they just go, "Ah, oh, that just blew away. Anyway, I'm sorry. So, do you think of any questions for Acts? <laughs> oh, wow, that was talk about those wormholes. <laughs> so, we are in Acts 10 44 through 48. Five powerful, 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 and it's the reason why we're here, verses. Okay? Five powerful verses. So I'll read it, starting with 44, Book of Acts, written by Luke, who was a Gentile. is a doctor's <laughs> physician. That's a better word, I like physician. Although my daughter, she's an MA for Sutter Health, for Sutter Health, or is it... And she talks to, she doesn't take, she's kind of like her mom is, she doesn't take any kind of baloney from these, I don't care what kind of surgeon you are, I don't care if you make $600,000 a year, I'm going to tell you what's what. And she's funny, and they love her, they love her for that. They <laughs> kind of like her mom. So anyway, ten Acts 10, 44 through forty. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter because of the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. What? What? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Oh, yes, I did say the the T word. (laughs) Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord and asked him, and they asked him to stay a few days. Now the significance of this is amazing, but because of the first part of Acts 10 especially, we knew this was going to come to a head at some point because you had this sheep come down and all these creepy things that are, you know, slithering and crawling and whatever. Remember, one of my favorites, crab. If you're a Jew, crab is unclean. Bottom feeder. You can't eat crab. You can't eat shrimp. Sorry, Alyssa. Oh, she's in there. Huh? <laughs> no red, red, red <laughs> lobsters out. <laughs> but you, you can't eat certain things. They're unclean. You know. And to this day, you see a, you see a place. It's it's a, kosher deli. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means like like a oh, cow. Okay, cow, cow. Sorry. Uh, they're trying to kill me here. But a uh, cow, you go, a cow, remember a cow, for a, kosher, for a cow to be kosher, they can only eat the front part. Forget about that back end. Forget about oxtail soup, which I'm sure is delicious. See, I tell my wife, I love that gelatinous kind of, and she grosses out. And you, and you, you can't eat bacon unless it's turkey bacon. You know, you have pork. What does Homer Simpson said? What magical animal was all these three meats come from? I don't watch The Simpsons. I never watched The Simpsons. I just know that part. He called it a magical animal or something like that. I don't know. Somebody look it up. But it's magic because you get ham, you get bacon, and you get sausage. Was it? Is that what it was? Something, you know? Oh, spam! 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 spam. I, don't know. spam. I love spam. I love spam. Like you know, I don't want know what that is. I don't care. I love it, man. It
1: yeah.
0: Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. That's amazing stuff. So yes, I eat spam. So wow, I just went. Sorry, I just went off a, a deep, a deep end. But there, Peter himself, he's hardcore Jew. You know, and he, he I don't know how many generations, but forever. He go, goes back to some tribe way back when. You could, probably find, you could probably trace his lineage. I'm sure you can, because that's part of being a Jew. You could trace your lineage to a tribe that you came from, just like Paul did. But anyway... He's seen all these creepy things. He says, Lord, I just, you know, come, I can't eat this stuff. You know, so there was the first hint. And it's a major hint that God is saying, look, we, I am allowing this thing to happen. And Acts 44 through 48 kind of solidifies that, kind of causes that, that transition to happen. So remember Cornelius. Cornelius is a centurion. He is probably as tough as my wife.
1: (laughs) Just putting
0: that out there. He is tough. He's in charge of 100 men, a certain amount of soldiers, some servants, and that. Now, 100 men, I heard once and I never confirmed it. I never confirmed. I never confirm or deny. But I never confirmed whether or not they said that four soldiers, four Roman soldiers, back to back to back back, could stave off a hundred men easy. No problem. No problem. So this guy was tough. This guy was in charge of tough people. But God saw in his heart to bring Cornelius in what kind of better guy to bring in than a soldier, a professional soldier? He is one of the first converts, Cornelius was. Uh, we remember, uh, the eunuch.
1: Oh the who, the
0: unit, Ethiopian yeah. unit? Ethiopian unit. Yeah, Did they right. have a name? Did they give no, a that anything. name? That's why I can't remember his name. Just, <laughs> not, I'm not getting old. He was a church tra- he was the treasurer. Yeah, he, he was high up too. He was high up in and even to this day the church in Ethiopia yes. you can trace to this point, or this conversion mm-hmm. that Philip had with his Ethiopian unit. And That's the crazy thing that we don't realize even to this day, you still see traces of people in different countries that you would not expect any Christians or Jews to be that can trace their uh, uh, lineage back to where like captivity happened. You know, you had Jews in Persia, modern day Iran, Iraq, you know, uh, that that can go back to, yeah, my great, 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 you know, whomever, trace it back. And that's part of what solidifies the truth in the Bible because you can verify these things, okay? You could go back and know where this stuff came from. This just didn't happen, just all of a sudden, Forgive me for those, if I offend you, but Muhammad, he received his, uh, the Quran in a cave from a Gabriel, an angel. All came to his mind because he was illiterate. And then he translated that over. you, you. Confirm that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were after he spoke to his followers. Yeah, he spoke to his followers. That's how. And it's like, so they have because sometimes you know we forget and we can only hold infinite or finite information in our minds. He had an ounce He has what is called serums, which are well, he really didn't mean this, but this this is what it really means. Okay, kind of thing. That kind of qualified or uh, changed the initial statement of what was being said in the Quran. So it's kind of, wow, we believe this guy who got his word from a cave and an angel that he said in a cave, that's illiterate. With the Bible, it's completely, completely, absolutely different. It's been verified, 66 different authors. Does that? No, 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 66 books, sorry. (laughs) Strike that from the archives. But uh, uh, 40 something authors, maybe? I don't remember exactly because I didn't study that, but there's a lot of different guys that came and presented this work to several councils that agreed upon this is what the Holy Bible is. I mean it's 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 amazing. Okay, back to Cornelius. Remember, an angel instructs Cornelius to send men to Joppa for Peter. An angel tell, uh, Angel? some angel tells this centurion guy, angel doesn't carry a mm-hmm. centurion or what they going to say, hey, I need you to do something. Send for Peter. That's in Acts 10.5. And then Cornelius' conversion comes after a separate vision given to Peter. We talked about that. We, 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 we talked about that. I kind of jumped ahead on that. Sorry. So what does this gospel reveal to us? Luke's gospel was written to give a reliable and precise record of Jesus' life, revealing not only his humanity but his perfection as a human. Luke portrays Jesus as a savior of all people. This is the proof of that. Okay, all people, not just Jews. Okay, all people, and we're thankful for that. Okay, Acts 40, or Acts 10:44. While Peter was speaking, the well, still while Peter was still speaking these words. And I promise I'm going to get you out of here early because. Okay. See, See? There's your proof. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. I just want to point out to all those who heard, we're going to think that everybody that's in there is going to hear the word, but not everybody is going to hear the word. Okay? Just like not everybody here is going to hear the word from today, you know. To hear the word, you have to hear it, believe it, and accept it. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference here. Well, we'll get into it. Some call this the Gentile Pentecost. And as we read on, we'll understand why. This is a miraculous outpouring of the Holy Spirit falling onto a group of people. And this has happened twice. When did it happen the first time? Acts chapter two. Okay, Acts ten forty-five, And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit has been poured out on the Gentiles also. It's like, what? What just happened? These Jews that were converted, they were believers, that came with Peter, are saying, but what about us? It's just expanded. The believers in this. Not just... Peter and his entourage anymore. It is the Gentiles that are there with Cornelius and his his, his group. That is amazing. Jewish believers that came and these are the ones, these are the Jewish believers in Acts 10 23 that came with Peter are the ones that were astonished, circumcised. We won't get into the circumcised side of it, but most of us knows where that is, right? Mm-hmm. A little trimming and snipping going on there. But, <laughs> <you
1: know>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry about that. These believe believers were surprised, and they were not prepared. Peter was. Peter knew. Peter knew what was coming, but these other Jewish believers didn't. They were. They were. Probably shocked. Would you say shocked? Mm -hmm. Would you say shocked? They were shocked. This parallels the surprise of the crowd at Pentecost, who, when they heard the apostles speaking in various languages, were all amazed and were perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? What does it mean? It means God is opening up the doors for His forgiveness, his word, everything to others other than, than the Jews, which a lot of people didn't like. Remember, I believe and I firmly believe that during Christ's ministry here, that the Sanhedrin or the Pharisees or any of those guys knew exactly who Jesus was, but they didn't want to give up their position as religious religious leaders. They knew who he was. But it's like, well. <laughs> Acts 2.12 says, So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? And don't forget the naysayers, because you're like, this is what we're just talking about. And, and Acts 13 says, they were, they were saying, Oh, they're full of wine. They're drunk. No, they weren't. They're full of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. For they heard, then speak with tongues and magnify God. This is Acts 10, 46. I apologize. I missed that. For they heard, then speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered. Now, this is the T word. You guys, I'm not talking about... So, growing up, I'm going to tell you a little bit about growing up. My um, my brother was probably the first in our family to get saved. My brother, Mario. He was going to high school in San Francisco, Woodrow Wilson High School, for any of those know. It was in the ghetto school. Yeah, we, we, growing up, we were all ghetto. And then, uh, I, I remember he said one of his... When, because of his belief and his conversion, he was getting picked on. He said he was on the football field. This is of course a story that he told when I was at one of his uh, meetings, many, 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 many years ago. He said they these guys surrounded him and they were ready to jack him up. And then he said he just fell on his knees and he just prayed. They all just walked away. San Francisco was tough, you know. Those high schools, most of them were, were tough. Unless you go, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe even the Catholic high schools are tough too. But it was, it was, it was tough to hear that when he when he talked about that because that's something that was fresh in his mind many years later. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered. So going back to Acts 2, as we were just talking about, Acts 2, 1 through 6 says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they all with one accord in one place, in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind. Could you imagine experiencing that? That just, that just had to have been amazing. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as fire, and one sat upon each of them, and one sat upon each of them, those that heard, that believed. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound occurred, the multitude that came together were confused because everyone heard them speak. Heard them speak. Do we know how to finish that? In their own language, okay, not some incoherent utterance or anything like that, but something. These people, remember these these the the these Jews be. Uh, were they've come from other nations around that area. They weren't just from Israel. Mm-hmm. Israel didn't exist at that, did it? It was just Judah, right? Mm-hmm. And they came from other nations. They did come from Persia. They did come from probably uh, Turkey, Asia, Asia Minor, other areas. They probably came from North African region. Everywhere. And yet, they heard... <laughs> As they began speaking these tongues, other languages or their own languages. Okay, okay, I'm almost done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, your alarm. Huh? That's your alarm. That's my alarm. You already took a I know, it's been about
0: 38 minutes, so I'm, I'm, I'm two more verses. Then Peter says, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as I have? Jesus, oh Jesus, Peter wanted to gain confirmation for the conversion of these people. immediately. And you know, there's a story where in, uh, I think, I don't remember, if it was New Guinea, Palau, one of those uh they asked the chief who became a Christian. Remember, these people were they were cannibals. And they asked the chief, you know, at what point did you persecute or kill somebody who converted to Christianity? Was it at when they prayed? Nope. It was when they were baptized. Because that meant they meant it. And it's like, whoa, wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Just a lot of wild stories like that. So Peter was just... ...where the Gentiles are part of... This is new to Peter, too. He just... God just changed his perspective... The first part of Acts 10. So whew, you, you could imagine, and I don't know, you you can imagine the struggle in him, I guess, as this matured, or maybe God just gave him peace. This is what it is. I'm the kind of guy that, man, I would... That's like, if I moved to L.A. and then I became a Rams fan or a Dodgers fan, I just, that's just not going to happen. As a matter of fact, I mean, this past summer, me and my wife, we traveled a few places and we went to a Dodgers game, and I'm sitting in that sea of blue, and I'm just thinking, oh, man,
1: that
0: just, something's just not right here. But it was a, it was a great venue. People were all family-oriented. They were having fun, and I just go, "Wow!" I go, "You know, God, you're gonna have to convert my heart to really accept this as just a a baseball game." So, but anyway, I mean, that's I'm joking, but not really. But uh, but uh, it, you have to think of the struggle that is going on with Peter, and when Paul comes on the scene. That struggle becomes evident. Paul admonishes him, saying, Dude, what are you thinking? And you'll we'll get into that, because that's a whole it's another discussion. Okay. And of course he provides the initiative to baptize in water, though they received the Holy Spirit. They received the Holy Spirit, he still wants them to get baptized in water. Okay, last verse. Acts 10, 48. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. This is why we baptize in the name of the Lord, right? Then they asked him to stay a few days. Oh, man, dude. I can imagine me, you know, I just <laughs> split how I think. That's like, do I got to stay with these guys now? <laughs> Ugh. They're going to eat creepy things. You know, they're gonna, uh, man, that thing was just crawling on the floor in its belly. I'm going to eat that? You know, I... I me and my wife are crazy. We, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. Come on. You're not veg- You're not a vegetarian. Anyway, Jewish Believer, but Peter probably baptized uh these these individuals which solidifies not only the ones that are being baptized but their faith also it's like this is, this is god commanded this <clears throat> peter will def- later defend his action in acts 11:15 through 18 and, we'll, and he defends it again in acts uh, 15 uh, 1 through 21 before they I'm sorry I think I got that right uh, before the Jer- Jerusalem Council. Yeah, so 15, and I'll read 15, uh, Acts 11, 15 through 18. Then I remember the word of the Lord, how he said, John, indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And they, and they were. I don't know how God's voice sounded to me. <laughs> I love Ten Commandments. That's one of my favorite movies. I mean, God just God's voice as the as the the fire is whirling, writing out the Ten Commandments. That man, that's pretty cool. Even in, like my son makes fun of me because I like these old animated <laughs> science fiction movies and stuff like that. It's all that animation. One of my favorite movies is uh, *Forbidden Planet*. You know, where the, the cool the ID creature comes in through the through the uh, the the force field and lights up, and uh, it's cool. And he's gone. What is this, man? Even bad CGI on its worst day is better than this. <laughs> so, this is why we are here today and we knew this was coming we knew first part of acts 10 was the reason why it was coming because god literally opened up the floodgates he opened up peter's heart which was probably the right dude to do it to because peter was pretty remember peter we we talked about the the denials and you know i will be the first one i will do this you know peter was a Tough guy, but yeah, I guess he could. Some of those tough. The denial thing was kind of a, a bummer, but he denied Christ three times.
1: <laughs>
0: Pretty tough. And this is why we are thankful. We should be thankful that God had a seat for us at the table. Amen. Christ came in as a lowly baby not full of sin like Kefian would want to tell you <laughs> but he was
1: <laughs> he, he,
0: the, the only baby, baby. the, the baby, only right? baby <laughs> 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 the only baby not full of sin in this what did you call it a smelly barn cave what you the, gutter, the gutter. gutter and if you guys another I'm going to end this with this story We went to, uh, we like going to the fair, county fair. And we were at the Pleasanton County Fair. And the 4-H club, does anybody know the 4-H club? They raise animals and, you know, they teach kids animal husbandry and stuff like that. And it's how cute, ever cute it was, in the barn, in the big barn, they were having a little um, buffet of food. And it's like...
1: Oh. No. No. No, thanks. So
0: I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We felt bad, but when we had our hot dog outside of the barn it was it was great. But I'm, I'm sorry I'm just. Kidding. But anyway, God has allowed a provision for us, mm-hmm. all people who seek Him mm-hmm. to believe, to trust in him and to accept. His gift that He has given to us. So as the uh, worship team comes forward, I'll close in prayer. Well, you got plenty of time now to get your wings ready and stuff like that. So we're having wings too. You
1: think?
0: Well, she said yesterday, just, so I'm, I'm at her mercy. Huh? No, she's going to make them
1: Because you got out on Sunday Oh, that's <laughs> it God, God, I didn't hear that him. <laughs>
0: So, thank you for coming So let's uh, close Not close, but let's close this part in prayer. Father God, we are so thankful Father, that you You thought of us, Father We weren't your chosen We weren't your first pig, Father But you've provided for us, God, to to, uh to accept God was freely given to people and we're so thankful father we're thankful for how Father we have we see you uh throughout the world today God and we ask that we see more of you father even if uh even if it's sometimes hard to recognize Father we ask that we could see aspects of your love for us each and every day God in everything We pray, God, for communion. We just are thankful, God, that you allowed us to experience that. You've provided a provision for us to remember, God, what Christ had done for us and what he has given us. So we're thankful for this day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.